0: Alright, welcome in everybody. Here we are, a wrap-up a week three, a week four episode, and I'm just going to start this off uh, like this. I'm going to start this off like this. That's fucking right, because for the first time in 82 games, six years, December of 2014, the Cleveland Browns have a winning record. Everyone can lick my butt. That is how I feel. I am on cloud nine. There isn't a damn thing that can happen to me this week that is going to bring down my mood. I'm just saying, here we are. Here we are. I didn't think I'd see it again. Here we are. It's like, but... That brings me to my second point. Like, l- let me let me go right into this. I'm a little pissed off at some fans on the internet. That's that's a. We talk about it. We say, "Hey, the Cleveland Browns here. They are. Uh, they got a winning record. Oh, but it was just the Bengals and the football team. Well, goddamn it! How many times was it just this team and we still lost?" Yeah. Last year we were supposed to be good. We went up at two and five. Went up to Baltimore. Couldn't even tell you. Brandon Allen maybe was the quarterback. Could never like he had thrown three passes. Uh, we were supposed to be a playoff team, right? We should have beat him. We fucking lost that game. I don't care what you say. The Browns should have won. Yeah, they should have. Well, guess what? They finally are when they should.
1: Yeah, wins win when in the NFL. Yeah, I mean,
0: right? Like who cares? I mean, yeah.
1: Who? If the Giants won a game against the Jets or the Bengals, I'd be on cloud nine. I really would be.
0: Who cares, right? Who cares? So my point is, to all of you out there saying, well, Baker only threw for 156. Well, Baker only needed to throw for 156. Yeah. Oh, he, he did this or he did that. Guess what? For the first time in eight straight games, Baker Mayfield didn't throw a turnover. Yeah. He didn't. Didn't throw a pick. Guess what? Lick my butt. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. People are out there, well, they're not winning because of Baker Mayfield. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that. Right now, the Browns are winning with Baker Mayfield, not because of Baker Mayfield. That's fine. The question is...
1: It's not a one-man show.
0: No, no. He's yeah. not Russell Wilson. More, and more, you know, But the thing is, can he get there? I still believe he can. Sure, he could. I, I mean, what we're seeing right now, and, and now all of a sudden we're segueing into a full-blown conversation about this real quick, uh, is... I think you're seeing somebody in Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry and, of course, Alex Van Pelt as the OC slash de facto quarterback coach, of course, with when it comes to Baker's play specifically. You are seeing development. You are seeing people forget, growth.
1: People forget this. Yeah. Russell Wilson was not Russell Wilson as of today than he was in his second season in the league. Yeah. He's developed into the quarterback that he is now. I mean, yeah. Eli and he was Manning, in a better
0: situation than Baker has yeah. been in.
1: Eli Manning was not a two-time Super Bowl MVP. His second year in the league, neither was a lot of quarterbacks that you see that's developed into elite level or really good level quarterback play.
0: What was Peyton Manning's rookie record like? One in eleven, something
1: like that. It was it was bad.
0: Like don't get me wrong, he played well, but I know he threw a ton of interceptions. It's Happen, yeah. It's like. It, Baker, it, this is Baker's third season, right? And, and he has had four play callers and four head coaches in that time. Mm-hmm. And, and we're also keeping in mind that we have not seen any preseason. They haven't had the opportunity to put this thing together. And I've listened, uh, of course, I've said this a million times. If you follow the Browns, go, head over to the Orange and Brown Report, uh, the OBR, because they do the best work there is around. And they talk about how vanilla this offense has been for three weeks. They said, when we do the deep dive on the film, they're not running that much complex stuff out there. We have not seen... They they played two not-good football teams and a very good football team in the first three weeks, and so what they were able to do is be a little bit more... without giving away all their tendencies for teams like the Cowboys that they face this week yeah. or down the stretch when they play the Steelers in a cup we got the Cowboys, Indy, and then the Steelers. So the Steelers in a couple of weeks. You don't want to throw all those tendencies out. They're still working on those things. And the fact that you look at like some of these grades, I saw it today, and, and while they're still working on things, where's it at? On the floor? Oh, wow. All right. So I'm trying to pull up these stats on my phone, and somehow I threw my phone completely across the room on the floor. Uh, after I played, we're not going to take it. So the Browns linemen grade out like this. Jed Wills, Jed, Big Jed's only grading out of 64. Uh, I think you're seeing, got to forget, he had no preseason. He moved from right tackle to left tackle. There's no way. I said I heard him say it's like learning to wipe your butt with the other hand. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So I, that would be very difficult. Could you wipe your butt with the other hand? I give
1: it the old college try.
0: Yeah, I mean. I'll, <laughs> right. I'll give it the try. Good old college try, but I don't. Know. So he's grading a 64, and then across the board, Joe Batonio grades out an 84, J.C. Treader at a 78, Wyatt Teller the highest was the highest rated guard. He's now the third highest rated guard so far. Grades out an 87 and a half, and Jack Conklin at a 76. These are guys that are still learning the offense. You know, these teams that have, like, Russell Wilson, who's been in the same system his whole career, you know, things like that, yeah, they're clicking on all cylinders. It's not expected that the Browns are going to click on all cylinders right now. That being said, I watched a team get punched in the mouth in the Browns when they lost their halftime lead and they played, like, garbage in the third quarter. Like, that offense was garbage. And then they they ripped off two separate 17-point unanswered runs in that game. The Browns don't do that. No. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. The Browns don't do that.
1: Well, kind of back to the, the naysayer fan of discrediting wins.
0: They're always going to be mad about something, right?
1: They're going to be mad about something, but you don't realize how important a win is, especially at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. The, t- the team that I favorite, they're 0-3, right? <laughs> that's not good. I yeah. mean, no matter what the player says as far as saying, this isn't affecting us, we're good, that's a lie. It is affecting them. There's a sense of panic. There's a sense of urgency. There's that we've worked so hard, even during a pandemic, and you lose, it affects you. So even if you're beating so-called bad teams... That is a momentum builder. That's a confidence builder, and that's going to set you up better for the Steelers, for the Ravens, things like that. It's small, small wins are big wins, and people need to realize that. It's all part of the master plan. Whether play calling is complex or simple right now, they're doing what it takes to get wins. That's what matters.
0: Right, and I, I mean, it's just you look at all these things. Like I've, like, like you said, it's, it's. When it comes down to the end of the year and you're one game out and you're like, oh, man, if I'd only beat that, the Washington football team week three, I'd be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look at You're it not going to be mad that you – why are you mad that you won a game? Because you don't like Baker Mayfield?
1: You've got the weirdest offseason and training camp area that we've ever seen. Never COVID-19, seen anything like right? this. You've got a brand new head coach. You've got new coaching staff. You've got rookie players coming in. And you're trying to build a team to be successful. So what, what sets you up for failure or what sets you up for success? Is building off the basics yeah. and getting really good at that with your new coach and your new chemistry that you're trying to build? Or does going week one, throwing the kitchen sink and the cabinets and everything at them, going as complex as possible and setting themselves up for failure, which one do you want? Do you yeah. want to build or do you want to... Start off the gate on the wrong foot, thinking we can do all of these things, but realizing, hey, we've had limited face-to-face interaction. We've had limited practices. All of that. It. It's all part of a plan. I mean, Andy Reid and the Chiefs. It's different.
0: Yeah, they it, returned like the whole Super Bowl team. The,
1: yeah, they're veterans that have played together. They know the system. They're picking up where they left off. That's a different. That's a different scenario. The same thing with the Ravens. They've got some new players here and there, but they're picking up where they left off. It's easier for them to transition into a new season with as crazy as it's been over the summer. But with the Browns, but with the Giants, you've got to build on something. You can't just go 100 miles an hour at first. You've got to start at zero, and you've got to build your way there. Yeah. So for the people who don't understand that, then you're not really a football fan, and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs>
0: Shit. Well, I mean, I agree completely. I was just not ready for us to go that direction so early. Okay. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. So, uh, yeah. My thing about that is it, it's, it's pretty simple. Why do you. A lot of these people are guys that they want Kevin Stefanski to fail because you got all these people that wanted Josh McDaniels, who I'm going to tell you would have been a garbage coach. Uh, you know, it's just you want. Or you don't like Baker Mayfield. Uh, it's like, bite me. I was yeah. deployed to Afghanistan and I watched a team lose every single damn game that year. Yeah. And in those two years, we won a game. We've won double the amount of games in these three weeks than in those two years yeah. combined, and you're coming at me. Oh, I didn't like the way they win. Oh, boo-hoo. Go hit yourself with a stick.
1: Yeah, the real question is how long have they been a Browns fan?
0: yeah. I've been my whole my whole life. It sucks. Exactly. So I'll say this. I'll say this. I love what Stefanski's doing with Baker, because as you see Baker start to get better, and you can notice he's starting to feel comfortable in that pocket. He's not dancing quite as much. When Baker starts getting better, and Baker gets his swagger back, and we're starting to see 2018, Baker start to make his head back up there. And 2018 Baker was a hell of a lot of fun to watch, and Baker's still doing some things you want to see him get better. And when he's stepping up in the pocket, you see him dropping his eyes. But from week two, from week one to week two and to week three, I see a guy that is fighting against his bad tendencies. He, a lot of times he's a one read quarterback. I see this dude going two, three. He threw that. In, did you see that Kareem Hunt catch? Yes. That'll be oh my god. He, people are like, oh, a terrible, I saw Daryl Reuter, one of the f- dumbass piece of shit writers for the Browns, say, oh, a terrible throw by Baker Mayfield. He got the shit knocked out of him on that throw. Did you see, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the throw, too. Vonta, I can't remember his first name, but Sweat, oh, 90, I'm going to tell you what, you know, they, they. That defensive line was so good That Chase Young went down And I felt like they barely missed a beat And Sweat was in Baker's
1: People have said that Washington may have One of the best front seven in the league
0: There is five uh, In their front seven there are five first round picks When you
1: have Chase Young go down And you replace him with Ryan Kerrigan yeah. I mean Sorry but he's a good Montez Sweat
0: that's what it is sorry
1: He's a good athlete, you know what I mean. So,
0: but sweat was in his face. Baker took a fucking shot, and it still was in the range of Kareem Hunt, who is just a freak. Yeah, like, okay, that's it. I love my Browns. I'm excited. I think they've got a shot. We'll talk about this later in our pick second section. Um, I would love to see them make the Cowboys one and three. Like, it would be Christmas and, yep. what is it, October. Tomorrow's Are you serious? Tomorrow's yeah, October. Right. We're recording a day early normally. So there is my Browns thing. We're going to segue over. I'm going to give you the field, say what you got to say about your Giants, and then we'll go back to something happy.
1: Well, it's going to be short and sweet. I mean, the Giants are not playing well, and the offensive line is awful. It's I'm like not a, sure I understand It's like a a bunch of people who's never played before. And I know we've got some new guys, and that has a lot to do with it. And maybe they'll develop. I really hope so. Daniel Jones is making poor decisions. Turnovers have got to stop. Yeah. If you cannot stop turnovers, then you need to go. And I'm a big Danny Dimes supporter. I think he has talent, and I think he has potential. But from year one, there were turnover issues. We've got turnover issues now. He's on pace for nearly 30 turnovers, and you can't do that. I don't care how how good you are in moments. You've got to be good consistently, consistently. And if you're not like that, then Trevor Lawrence is going in the first round probably the number one pick. And if we keep playing like this, the Giants very well may have the number one pick in the 2021 NFL draft. It's supposed I
0: mean, to be in Cleveland, by the way. You want to go to that?
1: I would love to go to that. Yeah,
0: we're going to do that. We'll yeah. do a live podcast on our way up there. Yeah, that
1: would be sweet. Yeah. Um, but, seriously, I mean, something's got to give. And I'm not putting the blame on Joe Judge yet. Uh, <laughs> but one thing that I've been tickled to death to see this week is that apparently Steve Tisch is finally realizing what one of the problems is. Gettleman? Dave Gettleman. Oh, thank God. End quote. An inside source from the Giants facility Uh has said that Steve Steve Tisch is pissed on how things are going and is starting to realize Dave Gettleman is the problem. Yes. One, I'm happy that one, it's finally being realized, but two, how in the world is it finally being realized? (laughs) I called this three years ago (laughs) as a fan saying this is a bad pick as a GM and sure enough, for three years, we have been awful.
0: He was the man that single-handedly almost killed Cam Newton, based on his his decisions down there.
1: Yes, and look at Cam Newton now. Yeah.
0: Oh, trust me, I'm mad. I'm I mad. Mean, the, apparently, the dynasty's not over. I'm no. pissed.
1: That and that's a different. That's a different. Yeah, problem. we'll get on, on that later. That. You. Finally, I'm so happy to say finally, and I'm telling you right now, if Dave Gettleman even survives this entire season. I'm going to be upset. He needs to go like yesterday. He really does. He shouldn't have even been part of this offseason in this building with a new coach. You set a new coach up for failure with a person that's at the head making these big um, personnel decisions, and the coach can't say anything, but yet now you're realizing that, oh, I'm sorry, Dave Gettleman's an idiot and doesn't know how to organize a football team. Now you're going to get rid of him midseason. Thank God. But still, why didn't you do this? Last year.
0: When you made why the didn't
1: you change. clean house just like the Browns did? When you clean house, yeah. you build. You yeah. start to build. But when you clean it when you start building a new house and you leave one crappy block, one foundation block that's not very good, what happens? It's a weak link. Yeah. And it's gonna spread to everything else. Yep. And that's what's happening with Dave Gellman. I know that he's sick, I know that his health isn't isn't well, and it's not about that. He no, sucks at his no, job. No, no, no. He absolutely sucks. He sucked before
0: he was sick. Yeah. It's, we're not.
1: And, and, but you're putting an NFL franchise in a terrible spot, and all of these things. I mean, it. Come on, it, Make a change, move on. Don't, don't keep doing the damage. If you're gonna fire him at the end of the season, why aren't you firing him right now and letting the building process go on? Because we know this season's done. For this season. It, at this point in time, there's not enough talent and consistency to probably turn this thing around. And Now granted, the NFC East is awful, and they really probably don't even deserve to be in the playoffs. They're so bad. Um, but the Giants aren't going to turn this thing around. At least I don't see it. With the inconsistency with Daniel Jones, with the, the inconsistency on the offensive line, we've got no running game, we've got a banged-up receiver. I mean, I don't see it going much further than that. Um, but time will tell. So, moral of the story, like I texted you, I think on Sunday when this game was going on, and this will tie into my bottom three, top three picks, is I am sad to say that I am putting the Giants as the worst team in the league right now. So it's 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 a tough pill to swallow, but it's a pill that needs swallowed. I just I don't I don't see it. I see a lot of building to do, and I think they need to make some tough decisions if they want to be competitive next
0: season. Well, you know, I... I, You know how I felt about Dave Gettleman. I feel very similar to the same way you feel about Dave Gettleman. I felt that way about Dave Gettleman for a really long time. You know, it makes... It reminds me when Sashi Brown gloriously got fired and they brought John Dorsey in, but then decided... ah, we didn't give him, Hugh Jackson, a great team. Let's bring him back after 1-31. And then you fired him, you know, halfway through the season, a little bit less than halfway through the season. You set that season up to be a shit show because you had to go through that coaching change. And then you went through another coaching change when you made a full-time decision on Freddie Kitchens which, listen, I was on board at the beginning. None of us really realized how dumb it was, the ones of us that were on the inside. And my thought just becomes like, my God, what were we be doing? But, you know, it just, I don't understand. You need continuity. You need togetherness. And I'm not saying that the Kevin Stefanski-Andrew Berry thing is going to work out, though I think it will. But they are on the same page. Kevin Stefanski has a plan, an idea, and a vision, and and it is shared by his GM. And Andrew Barry is doing what he can to find the players that matches with the coach's right. scheme. Right. Now, maybe you ask Joe Judge what he thinks about Dave Gettleman, and he had said from the beginning, "Oh, I'm on board. I just, I just don't like that because because you you theoretically Gettleman probably had something to do with that hiring, right?" But has Gettleman had a good history of getting other coaches into New York? Yeah. Because the last couple that were there under Gettleman, I don't think it went so well, did it? No. You know, like, and I'm not trying to be an asshole. Uh, the Browns the, have sucked the, too.
1: The first season, I mean, the first coach, Ben McAdoo, they went to the playoffs that year and they and lost they, the first round. That was
0: talent over coaching, in my it, opinion. Exactly.
1: I mean, because the second year, talent's not there, coach is still there, and they're not. Uh, they're, and they were garbage. They're, they're terrible. Um, yeah, I get it. Now I don't necessarily think so. I'll agree that he might have had some say in it, but I do think that it has been on the radar that Dave Gettleman is not going to be a long-term GM there for much longer. Even when they were bringing in Joe Judge last year,
0: then get rid of them.
1: Uh, yeah, and like, I said that's that last my th-
0: year. yeah. You did absolutely. And, and,
1: and, and I've been I've been all for that, but I'm hoping that this was an owner decision to bring Joe Judge in and not a Dave Gettleman issue um, or decision, I should say. That way, when Dave Gettleman does leave and he will leave, then I'm hoping Joe Judge doesn't get set up for success or set up for failure because I really like some of the things that Judge is instilling. I really do. I think there's good things there, but we'll see.
0: Okay. Well, that's our personal bias and personal side of everything. Um, Also, this... Showing up on NFL Network, the Steelers-Titans uh, getting postponed uh, to either Monday or Tuesday. I really like that. How quick the NFL is starting to come together on this decision. Yeah. Because we knew this was going to happen. We knew somewhere, somehow, somebody was going to test positive. It was going to happen. But right now, they it seems to be contained to four players, a couple of personnel people, maybe a couple of coaches. Um. But it seems to be contained, and, the, and what seems to be happening is they're going to be able to play anyway and just push it back a day or two.
1: You know, and the selfish portion of me is saying, you know what, why, why risk it? Why come back Monday? Let, Monday? Let's go for Tuesday. And then we only have two days yeah. without football. Wouldn't that be glorious? Yeah. Thursday through Tuesday, we can all watch a football game. Yeah. And we only have to worry about it not watching football on Wednesday. Well,
0: don't get me wrong. That that did pop in my head.
1: Oh, that's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be non-empathetic, but I'm thinking, play a game Tuesday. We got to get through Wednesday, and then Thursday we're playing football again. Let's go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm all for it. I mean I'm but I'm all for player safety and stuff. Yeah, and sure. rather you agree or disagree with the protocols, that's what's in place. If if players are worried they're gonna get COVID, they're not gonna it's gonna hurt the it could potentially hurt them. Not just the game, but they could get hurt if they're not going full bore. Yeah. So, all right. Move on from that. That just we have NFL network muted in the background in case anything breaking ever happens. Nothing ever breaks when we're recording, usually right after we're done recording. So, um, let's go with move over to um, the one thing that we really stood out to us. we really loved about this weekend. And I will say uh, being wrong that the Ravens won Monday night and watching uh-huh. them get, the, get shit kicked. And I, I texted you yesterday because I didn't watch Monday night. Um, I, I had a couple of things that I was handling, but I, re- I recorded it. And actually, when I came home yesterday from work... NFL Network was replaying it, so I didn't even yeah. have to watch the recording. I, I, I replayed it. I didn't watch all of the game. I ended up turning it off. But um, I saw at halftime or somewhere in the second quarter when it was like 13 to 10, I was like, oh, okay, it's a decent game. Till I rewatched it and realized that that was a kick return. At one point, Lamar Jackson was 5 of 12 for 16 yards. If fucking Baker Mayfield was 5 for 12 for 16 yards. Oh, people lose their minds. And now listen. I don't think Lamar's last year was a fluke. He's a good football player. Mm-hmm. But there is a way to beat him. And he is, I still believe he's limited as a passer. Yeah. And we saw that on Monday. But I think he's good and I think he is a above average passer. I still think he's good, not great as a passer. I think he's very, very good as a overall player. Yeah. But, oh buddy, did I like it, seeing him get his ass kicked.
1: Well, the Chiefs are that good.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, think that's what we learned more than anything.
1: They're the best team in the football by a mile. By It's not even close. They are the best team, and as long as they stay healthy and keep rolling, you're going to see them in the Super Bowl. There's no question in my mind. And likely, you're going to see them win another Super Bowl. Because even on the NFC, I do not see a team that can compete with these guys. I really don't. And... Because, Russell Wilson's the only one I think can even get close. But it's not about offense because I, I love Russell Wilson. I've loved Russell, Russell Wilson since day one. But that offense cannot keep up with the Chiefs offense. Yeah, you're and probably right. the Seahawks right. defense is not a Seahawks defense this year. Yeah. The Chiefs have a better defense on the, on the head-to-head matchup. So if it were the Seahawks and the Chiefs, unless you see some development throughout the season, the Chiefs win that game. Yeah. I mean, that, that's.
0: I still believe that. I'm just saying. I I was just playing devil's advocate yeah, sure. for the best best sure. matchup.
1: And, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be a, a bandwagon. <laughs> that one oh, went in a bad direction. Bandwagon fan. Yeah. Um. But I I saw the game and I saw a tough team. I saw a tough team to beat on one of the tougher teams that we have in uh, the NFL.
0: Yeah. So, uh, is that your love as well? Do you got something else that you love, or do you just we were so in love with the Chiefs that we're good with that?
1: I mean, the Chiefs were definitely the uh, the standout of the week for me as well. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. Well, we'll move into top three, bottom three. Um, reoccurring segment here as we try to get into the top three, bottom three of the NFL. I think this week we got a little bit more clarity. I don't. I believe I've changed one. I've changed one. I have knocked Baltimore down. I think Baltimore's still top five probably somewhere in there, even after getting beat. I just think because I think it's one, and then it's everybody else. So my top three are still – it's definitely the Chiefs are the best team. And then in any order after that, uh, it's still the Seahawks are somewhere in there because Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. And when healthy, Jamal Adams is a difference maker on that defense. Uh, You know – Dak kind of played out of his mind this past weekend, so I think that had kind of something to do with that bit of the score. But they have just enough defense that in most most matchups, I think Russell Wilson is the difference maker. And and I called them the worst 13-win team I'd ever seen last year, but my top three, Aaron Rodgers is playing the best football I think I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play. He's in a long time. And and so my top three, it's, it's easy for me. It's Kansas City, it's Seattle, and it's Green Bay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got to agree for the most part. I would say Chiefs. I mean, if you don't say Chiefs, then come on. You're
0: lying. Yeah, you're
1: lying. <laughs> Chiefs, um, I would do... I'm going to give the edge to the Seahawks for right now. I'm okay. I'm going to put the Packers as, yeah. as three. That's where then, I have it, yeah. Um, on my fourth, I'm going to actually put the Patriots
0: Yeah, um, I don't want to talk about that yet. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to admit that the dynasty is not dead.
1: I don't think it's dead. But it's Uh, not... It's a different dynasty. It's Cam Newton.
0: Can Cam Newton's body hold up? I think so. Here's the thing. In week two and three, they dialed it back a little bit. mm -hmm. Because if they had gone with the 15-16 power runs with him a game, it wouldn't have held up. No, Because we've seen it not hold up.
1: But as long as he stays healthy... And I think the Patriots are going to be good. Maybe not a not a Super Bowl team. Um, They're playoff probably, I team. I but think yeah, the Bills still team. win
0: their division.
1: Yeah, the Bills. Oh man, Talk God, the, the Bills, Bills are good. That Josh was almost Allen's scary. Been, I think the Josh Allen's going to be in the MVP. He's uh, in the. Season.
0: He has to be through three weeks.
1: Like it, it's crazy. But that that's my top three or four, so to speak. And I'll just transition into my bottom. And unfortunately, I'm going to put the Giants as 32. I mean, I'm going to put them as the worst. Um, I'm gonna put Jets right ahead of them to basically second worst.
0: Is it? Ba- I just feel bad for for that city as a just, oh, because man. then you throw in the Knicks yeah. and the Mets. Yeah, I mean the Yankees are good, but like as a whole, like it's Is like it the
1: new Cleveland.
0: I I mean New York sports teams after the Giants stopped being the good Giants, under yeah. Eli Manning. Have not been good in a while. So, I mean, maybe they're the new Cleveland. I don't know. I'd love to see Cleveland not be garbage. But as for right now, Cleveland is Cleveland.
1: Yeah. And in my last, you know, bottom three, I'm still going to rank the Texans up there. I'm going to rank the Texans as as number three on that. I think you can
0: make a case for them. Yeah.
1: I just think that you've got a really bad coach and you've you've got an okay quarterback with no weapons around him. So yeah, and I'm sorry. I, I mean, people might agree, uh, disagree with me with uh, O'Brien being a bad coach, but you traded away.
0: No, Brian's a bad coach.
1: Like your biggest weapon. He's like an o- nothing.
0: He's like an okay coach, but he's a terrible GM, and right. he always makes he makes one or two calls a game that you're just like, bro. Yeah. Like 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 because you've been around Bill Belichick, you know, you've been successful, right, in this league or in been around success. Yep. So my 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 bottom three, I'm a, I'm taking Minnesota. I put Minnesota out of there, and I'm going to take I'm going to or I put them in there. I'm going to take them out of there. They did win. They did they did look good. Um, I'm it, it's the two New York teams. Unfortunately, you know, it's the Giants. It's the Jets. Uh, and you know, I'm going to catch some hate for it. But right now, from what I'm seeing. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's not because the Eagles are the. Listen, they have more talent. They should have beat the Bengals. They should have beat the Bengals. Right now, I'm not sure what Doug Peterson's doing. Doug Peterson punted on fourth and 12 with seven, with like, what, 10 seconds left in overtime? You played for a fucking tie? I I listen. I I love, love Doug Doug Peterson. I, my roommate overseas was, was a uh, uh, sti- uh, Patriots fan, so I love Doug P. I loved you know Big Dick Nick, and, and I'm all all on board for him to come back, and, and I'm very excited about that. I picked him up in fantasy and everything. That's I'm all in on Nick Foles. But what the hell are you doing? You're in my bottom three, and you enjoy being down there. Not that I matter, but you just enjoy being down there because, good God, that's been pathetic. Yeah. You know, like listen, Washington's D's the real thing, but like eight, you're gonna kill Carson Wentz. You made an MVP candidate look like Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, yeah I fucking said it.
1: Yeah, it's and you already struggles with uh, uh, durability anyway. When he's
0: not dying. Yeah. So there it is. Top three, bottom three. All right. We're going to wrap this bad boy up. We're going to go back into our pick segments. Um, somebody uh, – yeah, I'll just say it. I was 9-6-1. and one. Isaac went 10-5-1. It happens. Um, not, what we've learned, though, is if you take our picks to the bank, you will win some money. Yeah. With, that is what we learned in one week. We'll prove it this week. Do you have a way I, – I was going to let you – If you had a wager, if not, we can... What
1: I think we should do is... Here it is. ...is at the end of the season... Okay. ...we tally up everything up. So we've got to remember all of these, you know, our overall... I have them in
0: my book right here. We started week three, so... Yeah. ...there'll be 32 less picks, but I'm going to do a weekly total running total.
1: So at the end of the season, whoever has the most is the winner. Whoever has the least is the loser, and the loser was the other person lunch? I think that's just simple. It's easy. Yeah,
0: we'll go from there. We can do something funny, like um, like you have to post a social media pic in the other person's football gear.
1: Yeah, and, and here there it is. You know, we can, out we, to lunch. Yeah. We can we can do that, and then yeah. you have to wear like if I if I were to lose, I'd have to wear a Dallas Cowboys jersey or oh. not a jersey because I'm not going to spend $100 yeah, $100 yeah, yeah, on a yeah 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 yeah. But I'll buy like a five dollar t shirt. Yeah, and you got to wear. And I'll wear it. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll wear act a Steelers like a Cowboys shirt. Fan for a day, and then
0: yeah, you got to do so it. So I again. get to be really super annoying for a day and wear a Steelers shirt. Uh-huh. I'm not sure it's the worst thing ever, but it is the worst thing ever. All right, let's launch into Week Four. We have the hardest pick right out the gate on Thursday because, first off, I still don't know how to say the Denver quarterback's quarterback name. Uh, his his name. That is, that Ripen, or I believe, is his name. I'm not trying to be rude, disrespectful. He might end up being a great quarterback. But even Vegas doesn't know what to do right now with these two zero and 3 teams because Vegas right now has this game deadlocked. It's even. Yeah. Betting totals is straight up. So give it to me. Broncos, Jets, what you got?
1: I'm going Broncos. Yeah. yeah. I'm going Broncos. It's like
0: we can't even give you any explanation. Because they suck.
1: I'm just flipping a flipping coin a coin. With
0: it. Yeah, I'm going Denver just because I, Adam Gase. I think Vance. i I, I think I'll give uh, Vic Fangio a, a better. I think he's a better coach than Adam Gase. That's it. That's the only thing I can I I can do. I don't I don't know. All right, uh, what should be a fun, the return of uh, Big Dick Nick when the Bears host uh, Old Man Rivers.
1: Um, I'm going. Indy
0: favored by two and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going with Old Man Rivers. Um, okay. Because you know that was one of my uh, one of my picks at the beginning of the year that we're going to see the comeback player of the year is Philip Rivers. Okay. So,
0: all right. Well, I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to mm-hmm. roll with the Bears. I, I like Nick Foles. That's a, that's that's what I got. Um, uh, Mitchell Trubisky's gone. Uh, he's done. We'll see what happens there. This this is my thing here. Um, Minshew mania invades. The Queen City. Um, and my boy Joe Burrow gets it. I said it last week, but I'll roll with him again. Joe Burrow gets his first win against Minshew Mania.
1: See, that's a tough one. That it's really tough. Is, it, but it, that's, that that's really I mean. is a tough one for me. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the Jaguars. Oh, no. And I don't like. I don't want to bet against Joe Burrow. I think that he's going to do what he needs to do to to try to get a win. But it's a one-man orchestra at this point in time. With Joe Burrow, we've seen that. We've seen it time and time again. He's put the team in a position to win, and that's all that happens. He does it, and nobody else can do the job.
0: He almost died last weekend. Yeah, he did. Uh, he I did. Know, You know that he he is better than Carson Wentz right now. I don't know that overall. I would say that. Well, and and this is the thing:
1: you're going to hurt your f- franchise QB if you keep letting him take that type of abuse. A buddy
0: of mine from the army, and we're just having this conversation. Me, me, and Langley were just talking about it. He's a he's a Bengals fan. And he's like, he goes, he goes. If if week eight were were zero and eight, well, well, in this case, they'd be zero seven and one. He was like, pull up, yeah. He's like pulling. Protect your investment. I said, I said, dude, if they keep playing like they're playing, he won't make it to week eight. No. Yeah. He won't make it through eight games. you got to
1: think long term. And if he can't fix the protection problems, he is going to get hurt.
0: The two-in-one, you heard that, the two-in-one Cleveland Browns, they invade Jerry World. I'm pulling the upside. I'm rolling with him. I love what Coach Zvanski doing. I'm taking the Brownies. Especially, especially if you're gambling and you're getting four and a half points, take the Browns. Oh
1: yeah, you're gonna hate me for this, and I'm sorry, um, but I'm actually gonna go with the Browns as well. I think that the Dallas Cowboys are. You are, cursing
0: them? Is that why I'm mad at you? No,
1: I was just trying to get. Yeah, up. you're trying was, to get me riled up. I was just up. trying to get you riled up. <laughs> no, um, I
0: told you you can't round me up this week.
1: I don't think the I don't think the Cowboys are that good. I really don't. Um, I think their defense is not very good. I think that. What we've seen with the Browns is they're going to be able to do just enough, and I think they're going to pull out a pull out a win. I hope they lay a goose egg on them. I really do. I mean, I'm pulling for you guys.
0: I don't think their defense is good enough to lay a goose egg. I would love it if they could, but uh,
1: yeah, it, we're
0: it, we're supposed to get some guys back from injury again. Uh, Mac didn't play much this past weekend. Denzel didn't play the second half. I think it could be different. Yeah, for um, some turnovers. Miles yeah. Garrett just wrecked that game last weekend. I'd love to see him do it again.
1: I take the Browns.
0: Okay. I'm just going to say this on one a side note. Um, people saying, are the Browns good or are the Browns not? I, because you don't really know. But I'm going to say the Browns are sixth, the 16th best team in the league right now. I'm putting put them in the middle of the pack. I forgot to say that earlier. That's where I want to put them. On. I'm going to
1: put the Browns are better.
0: Better than, than half of the league? Yep. Okay. I, I'm saying they're somewhere in there. but I, They I, are not the worst. They are not. They're not in the 20s anymore, and that's all that should matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a, a couple of teams that – I still am not sure about so this is gonna be a hard one when we go Saints Lions in uh, Detroit. I don't really know but I think just from a pure talent standpoint and a coaching standpoint that I'm gonna go New Orleans
1: Yeah I was gonna I'm leaning towards New Orleans uh, I think it'd go either way but the reason I'm leaning towards New Orleans is Drew Brees finally had a decent game last week yeah and I mean after I first, cut him yeah the, the first couple games he didn't look he looked old.
0: He looked old, yeah.
1: And but and I'm
0: worried that could happen again, but
1: it could. Um, but like I said, on week one, my shocker moment for the season is that the lines are mediocre at best, <laughs> right? So I'm sticking with this, and I'm going with New Orleans. I know they're okay. picking a lot of a lot of the same
0: teams. No, we got we got two. We got we're uh, different on two of the five so far. All right, um, I, I had this easy. Seattle blows the doors off of Fitzmagic. I love Fitzmagic, but Seattle oh, blows the door off, doors yeah. off, doors off of them there. Yeah, not even close. Uh, don't get me wrong. See Ma- Fitzmagic in terms of like football personalities, number one. Yeah. Um, the the Chargers, if they don't puncture any more of their players' lungs, go to the uh, visit the Tampa Bay Gronkineers Um, I'll take Tampa Bay by a million. Yeah,
1: that's a no brainer.
0: By a million. All right. Um, <laughs> speaking of a team by the million, Baltimore crushes the football team. It's Washington. Yep. I watched what you did, and if you give that, if you give t- that many turnovers to Lamar Jackson, give half that. Give Lamar Jackson three. I don't know. It, it's by a million. Yeah. Two million. <laughs> it's not. It's not close. Um, a team that that I thought was very good, I still think is good. In Arizona, but then didn't look so good. You know, Kyler Murray looked a little human. uh, You know, last week and and uh, against the Panthers, but I I think it's still the Cardinals because I just don't think the Panthers are very good. Yeah. So I'll take Arizona.
1: Well, that's not very many times am I going to bet against Kyler Murray and D Hop right now? Yeah. Just, I think yeah. they got a good dynamic duo. So, if it
0: was a good team, maybe. Well, just,
1: yeah, but they really haven't played. They haven't played a lot, uh, a lot of big teams yet. Yep. This is a tough one. A pair of O and
0: three teams. You got the Vikings and the Texans. I'm going with Vikings. Yeah. Um, I trust Deshaun Watson more than I trust Kirk Cousins. So, um, eh, I don't really like this game at all. But uh, I'll take Minnesota. Uh, just. Or I'm sorry, I I will take Houston. You'll take Minnesota. Yeah, I'm taking Vikings. Like, yep.
1: Yeah.
0: I I wrote that backwards. I was getting myself confused. Uh, the game that we don't know when it'll be played. It'll be played Monday or Tuesday. It's been postponed so far due because of COVID tests. Uh, the Steelers and the Titans, battle of unbeaten, will have one less unbeaten team. Um, I think it goes on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, you know, and I think it, it it'll be fine. But um, because they it, they're not they didn't blow up yeah you you're in less than five players with a positive test I think they're doing the right thing, but uh, I think it still goes on I will yeah yeah screw the Steelers I'm taking Tennessee I'm going with Steelers Oh, okay sorry all right that's I'm not even we're gonna move on we're not even gonna talk about it now um let's see we're rolling down we're rolling down okay. Your football Giants, who are 12-point dogs to the Rams. I got to take um, LA. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, lunch is on the line here, and I don't want to wear a Dallas jersey, <laughs> okay? I hope that I'm wrong with this, but I'm I'm not.
0: I will like, happily be wrong on this like,
1: game. Uh, but for the sake of the score, I'm going with the Giants. Oh, you're okay. Yeah, I can't bet
0: against them. I had to write. I, I had to erase it. I actually thought you were gonna. Uh,
1: you know, I, I almost don't blame did, you. but I got, I got to, I got I'm, to give them hope. I'm know? telling
0: you, if you're if you are betting and you're taking the points, I would take the Giants. Oh 12. yeah, twelve is a lot of points in the NFL. Yep. You know. All right, Patriots and the Chiefs. We're going to find out. You got your Patriots up there close. I didn't realize they played this week. How, how that slipped by me, just saw my fascination of Patrick Mahomes this week. I didn't even notice who his next opponent was. He takes the, takes on Cam Newton. Yeah,
1: I got to go the Chiefs. I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah, mean, I it's, can't. It's, I think the Patriots are good, but I don't think they're that good.
0: And if they are, they will be later in the year. Yeah. Just not quite. They're not quite rolling. Yeah. Um, no one cir- circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. They traveled to Las Vegas to play the t- the, f- the team formerly known as the Oakland Raiders.
1: Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bet against the the MVP guy right now, and I'm gonna go with the Raiders.
0: All right. I well, think I
1: gonna, I think they're gonna pull out a W at home. I'm. You know, Derek Carr hasn't thrown an interception. Josh Allen does, has. Um, Josh Jacobs is a little bit better runner than what the Bills have. I don't know. I'm just kind of winging it at this point in time.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm rolling with Buffalo. Let's uh, do it. I'm going to, to the day I die. Um, yeah, the 49ers by a million. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, no, The the Eagles are terrible. All right, so we got that. Finally, we wrap it up with what is currently scheduled to be the last game on the docket, but probably will not be the Falcons, who very easily could be three and zero, versus the three and zero Packers. And I just,
1: I gotta take the Packers.
0: Yeah, you you you've you've been, had trouble um, protecting leads, and if you have a trouble scoring late in a game against this Aaron Rodgers, who's playing right now, yeah, uh, yeah, no. No, I'm going to take them. So, all right. I think that's a, a good wrap-up there. I think it's a good place to stop. Um, full slate of football probably spanning all the way into Tuesday next week. It, it can't get much better than this. So, with that said. It's been fun. Yeah, we'll see you next time.